Hello and welcome to Fairy Gardening Today. I'm Abigail, your fairy godmother and host, and this week I thought we would discuss having birds in our fairy gardens outside. Almost nobody loves birds as much as me. I absolutely think they are such wonderful friends to have outside. I love the way they fly through the air and sing their beautiful morning songs. But they can also be a little bit troublesome when it comes to tearing and pecking and making our miniatures part of their nests. So let's get started this week and talk about both sides of the coin of having birds in our miniature displays. Birds can be a real threat to our moss as well as ribbons in the fairy gardens. And sometimes they may even want to take the shiny objects that we might have, such as pebbles or mirrored pieces or beads, and use them in their nesting materials as well. Some birds like ravens, crows, and even blue jays find shiny objects to be very beautiful, and sometimes they just like to collect them. So perhaps you might want to consider some of these options in order to keep all of your tiny pieces all in one place. The best way you can do this is to actually glue them down. By taking your beads or reflective pieces or perhaps any type of ribbon, you would want to glue it to the actual display piece. And most resin houses or your tree stumps or even stones are not going to be movable by most birds, unless they're very large birds like the ravens. At the ranch we have, they like to take ping pong balls <laughs> and then drop them in different places. They're kind of funny. I, I wonder if it, they think maybe they're eggs from other birds and they try to drop them and get a free lunch. But anyway, they will pick up even large items if they're light enough, like a ping pong ball. So the best way to keep them from taking your items is again to glue them down. Now, if you have something light and spherical like a ping pong ball that you want to keep in your display, you would have to drill through that and put a wire pick through your ball or through your item or your styrofoam or whatever light piece that you are trying to keep in your displays and then take the pick and put it all the way down into the ground. But first, you will want to take that pick and actually set it into a weighted either a little stone or piece of brick or pottery and put the wire all the way through and then bury the entire piece so that it has like an anchor that they can't lift up through the dirt. Very difficult for them to pull those pieces out. Not that they couldn't, but usually they do give up if it's a real struggle. Now, with moss, you almost have to just plan on replacements. And same with tiny miniature pieces. We once went to a church where the children would dance with streamers to music. And the birds would always find pieces of those streamers. And you would see all around the church birds' nests with these brightly colored reflective pieces. It was funny to see, but very beautiful as well. So... If you want to see something really nice in your gardens, you could, of course, leave extra of these materials and hopefully they won't take them all. That way that there's plenty to go around and you could have it in your fairy garden displays as well as in the birds' nests. It's another option you can think of. It depends on how much effort you want to put into putting out items to share or if you actually want to keep them all to yourself and glue or anchor them down. 
Ribbons are very difficult because the birds will tear and pull at them and they're quite strong so they may fray the edges of your fabrics or ribbon pieces. So keep that in mind. Now mosses come in many different varieties and we've done a podcast on moss and mushrooms earlier. I would have to look back on what number that was but you can look back on our previous episodes and see the episode on moss and mushrooms. Reindeer moss is going to tear very easily and the same with the green mosses that you see. The Spanish moss would be a good option if you want something a bit more sturdy. It also holds up to weather quite well but it is going to still break off. It's just one of those things that once again like the ribbons you could put enough out that hopefully they don't take it all. Sphagnum moss is another good one that you could set out and just put out in large quantities. Of course, if you want to just check it once a week, if you see any bare spots, you could add that in. And gluing the moss to your miniatures is another good option. And then sealing that with the clear matte spray paint. Oh, and one other funny thing with the spray paint. I'm always recommending clear matte spray paint. But it's so funny, I went to buy some and somehow they didn't have, of course, as many of us are experiencing right now in some of the stores, they don't exactly have the usual items that you typically buy. So I tried another brand and it did not say clear matte spray paint. It said clear flat spray paint. I thought, well, flat, matte? Anyway, apparently they are the same thing. So it could be clear flat spray paint if you would like this week, not just matte spray paint. (laughs) I digress. Anyway, spray your moss down after you have glued it on and it will help the adherence and it'll give it a fresher appearance and perhaps some of that spray paint will give a kind of off taste in the bird's mouth. I'm not too sure about that, but it's worth a try. Now, lastly, birds can also tear up our seedlings and the best thing you can do if you have tiny seeds that are just popping up and birds are trying to tear out is to lay a very thin sheet of newspaper over your seedlings and keep it very moist. Now you'll have to watch this like a hawk, (laughs) so to speak, because if the newspaper will dry out, it will dry out the seedling as well. It'll pull the moisture right out of those brand new little leaves that are coming up, the first leaves, and you don't want that to happen. So be sure that you set a light mist on it or a soaker hose, but be sure to keep that newspaper wet. And in this way, it will give it a barrier between the bird and the seedling. Hopefully they don't tear at the newspaper as well. It's been known to happen, but it gives you a better chance. You could also keep the newspaper over it and then put bird netting over that so that again, it's another deterrent. You, If you raised the bird netting up just an inch or so above the newspaper, that would be an even better option. If you could put like some two by fours along the sides and make like a bird netting sort of lid over it. And that would definitely keep the birds off because they can't poke through and get through the netting as well as the newspaper. So I hope that gives you some ideas this week to enjoy the birds in your fairy garden and not have them be a detrimental friend coming to visit. You don't want unwanted visitors in your fairy garden. We just want to see the birds enjoy themselves and sit on the branches and sing their beautiful songs. So be sure to leave some water as well as some bird seed in a nearby tree 
that's away from your fairy garden. Perhaps they will congregate more over there. And if you leave them a few ribbons and a bit of moss that's older, you could put your old pieces over there for the birds and keep the fresh new ones over in your fairy garden display. That's another good idea. Until next week, happy fairy gardening. This podcast has been brought to you by Sprouted Dreams. Please visit sprouteddreams.com and find all the fairy garden treasures that bring your dreams to life. Visit sprouteddreams.com today.